0: Hello, my name is Paul Bindig, and I'm the director and lead coach of Personal Best. And welcome to another episode of Achieve Maximum Effectiveness. Stick around because for the next ten minutes, I'm going to have a chat to you about something that's really topical at the moment, and that is how to manage remotely and do it really effectively. A Kangaroo Fern Production. Effectiveness and today I'm going to talk you through my view on the best way to manage teams remotely. So the way to think about this is you're a manager of a team, you are separate from them and look in the current situations I'm filming this as you can probably tell we've gone a bit low tech today so I'm in the home office and that's because we're currently working in a social distancing environment with the COVID-19 virus that's around the place. But you know what, the principles to effective remote management, while they may be new to some of us, they still apply, whether in this sort of environment or not. Um, with my own personal experience, I've been doing management of remote teams myself for probably the last 10, 15 years of my career before I, before I left the corporate world to start my own coaching and leadership training business. And so it's it's a really useful skill to have. Now, when we're talking remote management, there's a couple of contexts that you can look at it in. So you can sort of think of it like the situation we're in now, where manager working in one site and then all of his team are separately working in, in different sites. Where well, you might typically see that is, Maybe you've got a, a a retail network or a branch network or a different sites and the, the manager's in head office and the, the team members are out at the various sites need to be looked after. Or it could be that for whatever reason, there's a geographic distance between manager and team. The team might all be together. The manager might be separately housed to them, but all the way, it's still a remote management. Now, one of the things that really can vex people about remote management is that that feeling of loss of control, not know what, not knowing what's going on. You you don't get that vibe and the zap and the sizzle that you tend to have around the workplace. It can be harder to read people where they're at from a a well-being, emotional, psychological point of view, because you know you're not picking up on those subtle clues and the group dynamics and, and all that sort of stuff that, that you get when you're actually physically with someone. So we're going to talk about five top tips that will help you deal with those issues and applied correctly, I can promise you they absolutely work a charm. So let's get straight to the first one. The first one is as a remote leader, you really want to set yourself up a contact protocol. What do I mean by a contact, contact protocol? So you need to set a routine where there's a certain number of times that each one of my direct reports is going to get contacted on a regular basis. So, for example, I might set my week up to have a uh, a sales or an operational meeting on the Monday morning, and then you know that might be done via a telephone conference or Skype or a Zoom meeting or various online features like that. And then from there, I might say check in with each one of my direct reports individually, perhaps on a you know two more times a week. So three times a week, so I've found is a really good practice. So maybe on a Wednesday afternoon and a Friday morning. I might just check in with the guys to to see how they're going and and the the way the rhythm of the week looks would be something like at the initial meeting at the start of the week we we talk about what what's on what we're doing what tasks that we're working on Wednesday and Friday for me just check-ins which with each individual to make sure that they're on track they're okay they don't need any help from me or anything like that so having that that set in stone contact protocol really, really works well. Works well for you, the leader, because you have a, some organisation around your week but great for your team members too because they know when to expect you, when to expect your call and they can prepare for that as well. And it's good to keep some consistency around that. We want to do surprise and upset them. We want to keep them motivated and happy and productive and show that we care which is what this is all about. The second part of remote leadership is to create accountability. So with our contact protocol we we want to be We want to see some substance to the contacts so yes we definitely want to do a check-in and in the environment that i'm currently speaking to you a check-in is really important because it's a case of you know, how you're doing is everything okay and you know if there's some pressures they're working with you want to make sure that they're, they're feeling okay from a well-being point of view but we also want to discuss inputs and outputs so what are the inputs that we're working on what are the outputs that are coming out of it? Do we need to readjust? What's working as expected? What's working better than expected? And what's maybe not working as expected? And what do we need to do differently? Hope you've liked what you have viewed so far. Make sure you never miss an episode by clicking the subscriber button now. This show is made possible by you, and we really wanna thank you for your support. So very important to create that accountability. It's not about micromanagement though, and that's point three. So we don't micromanage people. There is no point following up, following up, following up, following up, that actually becomes annoying. One of the real dangers I see with leaders who do remote leadership is because they've got that feeling of, I can't touch and feel what's going on right now, they they potentially, they potentially micromanage their teams by either touching base with them more often than they need to. So as an example, if you've set that, okay, we're going to have a Monday meeting, then there's going to be a Wednesday check-in, then a Friday check-in. Don't create extra reasons to contact people unless there is a definite reason, like there is something that's concerning you that you feel you need to, to talk to them about or there is something extra that you've, you've, you know, you've had. You know and that happens, right? That's, that's business and, and the world is constantly changing. But don't be doing it just for the sake of because you feel like a loss of control. The other danger I really see is requiring our direct reports to over-report back to us. And my, my rule there is if the amount of returns and reports and emails and spreadsheets they're required to fill out just to keep you happy because you're not there with them, you know, is more than 30% of the actual work that they're supposed to be doing, there's too many returns, too many worksheets. And I, I've certainly managed teams where, um, you know, I've perhaps I've, I've taken over from a previous leader and one of the first things I've had to do is strip out a lot of the reporting they're being asked to do. And I get why, because we'd like to know, again, it's about... Creating accountability which is great but if you're constantly asking for returns and spreadsheets and reports and emails when you've already got a check-in protocol you're overeating the omelet and it becomes annoying for people and and what I've noticed is people start to take shortcuts and the I guess the quality of the data you're getting drops off just so people can get through the reports and, and get you off their back so they can actually do their job so really important to resist the urge to micromanage. A fourth point Really important to communicate freely. Now, what I mean by that is, if there's something that impacts your team, and you know about it, and they don't know about it, make sure you tell them. And and do that as, as soon as practicable, so that you're keeping them completely in the loop. There's nothing more frustrating for a remote team than when their boss withholds important information from them. And usually it's not done maliciously, it's often just lack of organisation, lack of understanding the impact, not having that information is to the other end. Now, I appreciate too, as a leader, sometimes there are things you can't communicate, and that's okay, but you know, common sense always applies with all of these things. But keeping the lines of communication open freely are very important. And that then takes me to my fifth point, which is make sure you are available to your team. Your team need to know that just because you are remote doesn't mean they cannot contact you and that you're, you're not to be disturbed. Now, there may be times when they can't contact you because you might be in a meeting or whatever, but create the impression that you're available and you're there for the team. If you have your team members constantly starting phone calls or emails with, look, I know you're really busy, but that's a bit of a red flag that means that you're creating the impression that you're unavailable and that you're not there for them. You want them, one of the things about being remote is you don't always know what's going on and you want them to surface things for you. And you will know yourself, if, you, if you're managing a team now, some people tend to be a bit more high touch than others and they'll need to talk to you more because that, that's how they get through their day and their work, and that's okay. Okay get to that? Being available doesn't mean being available 24 hours, seven days a week, and it's a lesson that I learned the hard way as a, as a younger remote manager which is, you know, you don't necessarily want your team to be contacting you, uh, you know, at 10pm at night when you should be with your family or two in the afternoon on a Sunday and that sort of thing. Now, in saying that, look, if that suits you, by all means, but it's good to have some boundaries, you know, things that you wouldn't probably do to them, they shouldn't do to you either, because you do need your own time and your family time, okay, unless there's a really serious issue. Again, common sense always applies. Communicate freely. Point four, be very available, point five. And certainly don't create the impression you're not available. You want to welcome your team contacting you because that's how you know what's going on. But create a limit for yourself, which is fair for you and fair for the team as well. So those were our five points on remote leadership. Just to get us started, but it gives us a real good idea of some things that work well based on my experience and working with clients. To recap them, one, one create a contact protocol, make sure your team know what it is and stick to it. So you've got a nice regular routine around contacts with your team. Two, as part of your contacts, make sure there's some accountability and substance to the chats. Checking in on mental wellbeing and health is absolutely important and critical, especially in these times, but create accountability, inputs and outputs as well. Three, that said, don't micromanage. Don't over-reg the omelette, don't be constantly checking up or request a lot of reports which is actually getting in the way of your people doing their work. Four, communicate freely, make sure people are kept informed of things, however that works best for you, whether it's through your contacts or via email or whatever, but keep them in the loops. So they feel like they're part of the team. Five, be available to your team so they can chat to you in need. Thank you so much, it's been great chatting to you from my home office this time and look forward to speaking to you again soon. Thanks so much for watching. I hope you found this video helpful and. If you did, please don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell when you're notified when a new episode is posted. If you found value in this show, please review this episode and share it with your friends. If you have any questions at all, please feel free to reach out to us.